My name is Jared Kushner. I am Senior Advisor to President Donald J. Trump. Welcome to the South Mims U podcast. In this episode, we're going to investigate a truly shocking possibility that Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, is in fact a stolen sex doll powered by artificial intelligence. I'll let that sink in for a moment. No, it's not the plot of a sci-fi B-movie, or even an episode summary from a future Black Mirror series. It could be the truth. The Jared Kushner we see on our TV screens by the side of President Trump, walking stiffly hand-in-hand with Barbie wannabe Ivanka, attempting to solve the huge issues of our times, from peace in the Middle East to the coronavirus, to attempting to get Trump re-elected, is not, in actual fact, a real human being at all. At least that's the theory that's been gaining traction in the nether reaches of the Twittersphere. The man is so bland, so monotone, so tone-deaf, so seemingly unsympathetic, so, to put it mildly, dead behind the eyes, that he can't actually be human. Well, that's the theory. And maybe it's because he's not. With me is Hank Freeman, who teaches investigative journalism here at South Mims U. Hank, please tell me this is a bad B-movie plot. Well, I I wish I could, but there's a very real possibility that the man we see on our TV screens is a robot. A very sophisticated robot powered by artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms, which enable him to respond intelligently to human situations. Intelligently? Well kind of intelligently. What it means for a robot to be intelligent isn't the same as what it means for a person, a human. Robots that can respond appropriately to human contexts by using digital intelligence. They're mimicking what people do to fit in, and they use machine learning to try and appear more human. Real humans are either dumb or clever, but they all, well, most of them, know how to function in social contexts instinctively, and as a result of years of social conditioning. Kushner isn't that sophisticated as a robot, I mean, because He doesn't look like he's functioning at all well. Well, that's because this isn't the real Jared Kushner. The one you see on TV is a stolen sex doll from a local firm here in South Mims. Hunk Tech. That's one word. Hunk Tech. Hunk, as in, um, hunk. Yes, hunk. A man that's good-looking, sexually attractive and very desirable. But Kushner isn't a hunk by any stretch of the imagination. No, he isn't, and I can certainly attest to that. Oh? I'm a woman and I don't find him attractive at all. You're a woman? I was a man, but I'm transitioning. Oh, right. Um, okay. Um... I know. I still look like a man. Oh, you you don't have to explain. I was a man, I became a woman, but I still like to dress like a man. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's cheaper that way. Fine, sure. I get that. You already had the wardrobe. (laughs) So, um, why, um... Not all men who transition want to wear dresses and makeup. Yeah, sure, sure. No, no, I I understand. I understand. I'm a woman who likes men. You can say it if you like. Say, Say what? I look like a lesbian. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, um... I want to. That's my style. Okay, great, great. So, anyway, let's focus on the story. Hunk Tech is run by our head of AI research, Elliot Ensel. He's a pioneering researcher in the fast-growing area of sophisticated digital sex dolls. Is that a fast-growing area? It is. A recent book by Jenny Kleeman gave us a very witty expose of a market that's estimated to be worth billions in the future. There are technology companies all over the world, especially in the United States and the Far East, developing sex dolls for both men and women. Men and women? Yes, men and women. Right. Well, I didn't realise women like sex dolls, too. Well, in the end, a dildo is a sex doll of sorts, isn't it? Um, oh, right. Is it? It's a machine. It's technology. It's all about sex. 
It might not talk, but it does what it needs to do. Indeed. Though one of Hunk Tech's first products was a talking vibrator. What did it talk about? Not much. The first model used Clark Gable's famous, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, over and over, but it didn't sell. Why? I mean, I don't get it. I don't either, and nor did the customers. They dropped the voice files and amped up the vibrations. So Hunktech makes sex dolls. I take it they're not the blow-up kind? Definitely not. That's so 20th century. What we're talking about are hyper-realistic dolls with robotic elements. Robotic elements? They move. Well, parts of them move. And they speak. Soon they will be able to respond to specific contexts, get to know you and your preferences and tell you the things you like to hear. The things we'd like to hear? You know, the obvious things like, I love you big boy and you're great in bed, Brad. Brad? Well, if your name were Brad, then the doll would know your name and call you Brad, especially at moments of intimacy. But it's not intimacy, is it? Okay, not strictly. Intimacy is between two people, that is, humans. But the point of a sex doll, which looks and feels like a person, is to replicate that feeling of intimacy. You said feels. How can a doll feel like a person? That's where a lot of the research money is going, to make the doll look and feel as much like a human as possible. But not too much. Not too much? You don't want to fall into the uncanny valley. Unless you want to, of course. Sex in the uncanny valley isn't good. The uncanny valley? It's when a robot is a bit too human for comfort, but not human enough to be convincing. We feel strange in their presence. They make us feel on edge, uneasy. So so the sex doll has to strike the right balance? Yes, and if you want it to, it can, well, strike you too. A gentle, playful slap, that is. Oh, okay. Are you uncomfortable with this subject? Well... I'll admit, I thought the story was, um, well, just a bit of a joke, really. It's not a joke. There are billions of dollars going into this industry. As people become more and more isolated and their lives are more and more digitally rich, they need companionship as well as sex. Well, I get that. So how does a sex doll like this feel more real? Silicon. The body is covered with silicon materials that have been developed to feel as much like human skin as possible. But that is creepy, isn't it? For some, maybe. But there's a market. Some of these dolls cost twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars even more with all the AI programming and powerful computer chips. Well, I can see that they would be expensive, but let's just be clear here. We're not talking about robots. I mean, robots that walk around and do things and seem totally human, like in the movies, like like the replicants in Blade Runner. We're not talking about them, are we? No, not at all. We're talking about dolls, like sophisticated mannequins with added AI technology which can produce conversations the same way a digital assistant can, like Alexa or Siri. That's of thing. Okay, just so we're clear. Of course there are certain parts of the doll which are more sophisticated and have robotic technology in them so as to, well, deliver the sex part of the sex doll deal. I see. Well, I can guess what those um, parts are. Well, they include hands. They are particularly important. Hands? Yes, hands, as well as the obvious parts, the vagina, the penis, etc. Hands are critical to a sense of companionship. People like to hold their sex doll's hands. They do. So, beneath the silicon skin, there are very flexible joints which enable the owner to hold the doll's hand just as if it were a human, a human girlfriend or boyfriend. I can't really... (laughs) I can't really get my head around this, to be honest. Then we need to take a trip. How would you like to visit the Hunk Tech Hall of Penises? What? I know you want to. Come on. We're on the Hunk Tech campus now, and uh, that's known locally as the Digital Bordello. Why is that, Hank? Well, that's because it really was a bordello once, or as the locals called it, the South Mims Knocking Shop. 
Oh yes, yes, run by Madame Miriam in the 1960s and 70s. The old buildings have been demolished or adapted and, and now there are a whole series of prefabricated workshops across this site. Um, uh, this one here is called the... Oh, it's the Nipple Barn. The Nipple Barn? Let's go inside. Okay. So many, um, uh, nipples. Hanktech offers a range of 55 different kinds of nipples. So when you order your sex doll, male or female, though mostly female, you can choose the ones you favour. Well, I didn't know there were so many variations. Big, pointy, small, pert, rosy, ruddy, chestnut, peach, coffee. <laughs> it's like being in Starbucks. <laughs> yes, you're a natural. The page on the website is called Starfux, and you can choose any combination, and Hunk Tech will make it for you. Oh, that's... I mean, this whole thing is surreal. Now let's go next door. Oh, OK. What, what is that sound? Uh, that's... what's that moaning? Is someone hurt? No, that's the Orgasm Phonics Lab, where they develop realistic vocal sounds for the sex dolls. Do you want to go in? Uh, no, 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 it's, it's, it's OK, it's OK. Well, it's up to you. Now, here we have the famous Hunktech Hall of Penises. Uh, it says peni on the door. Well, yes, that is strictly the plural for a noun based on a Latin root and ending in an S, though penises, E-S, is more commonly used. Elliot can't make up his mind which he likes best. Let's go inside. Oh my, oh my God. Shocked? Shocked and um, a little queasy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, just a little. Realistic, aren't they? Well, yes. Um, well, uh, except those, those ones hanging down over there. Ah. The well-hung section. There's a demand for extra, extra large, but not as much as you'd think. Most women, and men, prefer realism to anything too idealised. Men? Most male sex dolls are bought by men. Oh. If you think about it, you'll see that's entirely logical. Um, uh... Just think about it. Uh, oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, I see. Now, I think it's time we talk to Elliot Ellison. Oh, shall we go to his office? Well, his office is in Silicon Valley, which is where he runs the company from. Oh, right. I've got him on FaceTime. He's ready to talk to us. What, in here? It's fitting, don't you think? Are you sure all these cocks aren't putting you on edge? Oh, no, not at all. OK. Elliot? Elliot, are you there? Hi, Hank! And you're looking great. Love the new tongue piercing. Hey, you go, girl. Thanks, Elle. We're talking about the Jared Kushner situation. Can you explain to the listeners of the podcast what actually happened? Sure, 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 sure. We were developing a new line of male dolls. We called it the Hunk Papa 78 line. Uh, hello, El El Elliot. Um, I'm the host of the uh, the podcast. Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. Great podcast. Oh, well, thanks, thanks. Uh, uh, why did you call your line Hunk Papa? Isn't that a tribe of Native Americans? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're one of the seven council fires of the Lakota. It means head of the circle. I like the name. 
it had the word hunk in it. And when I was a teen, I had an album by the Throwing Muses called Hunk Papa. Hunk Papa was just the development name. Uh, our branding team was going to come up with something more suitable for when it was launched. Something simple like Nice Man or something like that. Something comfortable and bland. There's no point being too overtly uh, vulgar about it. So what was the main selling point of the Hunk Pepper 78? Well, the spec was simple. Be nice, be intelligent, be calm, be a good companion, deliver great sex, and learn from every interaction to improve all the core attributes. But why base him on Jared Kushner? But we didn't base him on Jared Kushner. That, that was a beta model. We needed a face, and one of our coders thought it'd be funny to use Kushner's dead-behind-the-eyes visage for a while. I mean, you look at the guy, and I mean, he looks like a combination between a mortician and a serial killer. And you get the creeps. We figured that if you could program the sex doll to be really cool with a face like that, then we'd have made some real progress. We were fully intending to go with a more friendly face, not a cliched, handsome one, you know, but more, more of a, you know, a Mark Ruffalo, Bradley Cooper vibe, younger versions then, with pecs, not too big, smooth, intellectual pecs. We thought the market for this doll would be a thinking woman or man, mostly men, kind of customer. Okay, so the Kushner face was, was just on the prototype then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have customers who ask for the faces of their exes to be put on the sex doll. I know, that sounds really weird. But that's what people want. We're in the what people want, what they really, really want business. You like that? We're using the Spice Girls track on our online ads. Cool, eh? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, so, so you were developing the doll then? Yeah, yeah. It was going really well. I mean, stunningly well. It was walking and talking. That wasn't in the original brief, but the guys in development were having fun, so I let them have some fun. The market for sex dolls is growing, and it's going to really explode over the next 10 years. You'll see a real spike in demand due to the long-term effects of the pandemic, too. You mark my words. And these dolls sell for thousands. We have basic models through to the Hunt Papa model and high-end dolls that come with add-ons, subscription-based services, and they'll all take over from Alexa and do your shopping for you on Amazon. Well, that sounds uh, a little frightening, if I'm honest. Well, maybe you're right. I could use the word hubris now, but I'm not really sure if it's the right word. It is the right word, Elliot, believe me. OK, well, we've got our prototype working really well. And we had a call with a bunch of potential investors, and one of them was someone who works closely with Ivanka, allegedly. Ivanka Trump? Yeah, Ivanka Trump. At least we think so. We got messages from an intermediary saying she was really interested, and we thought, God, we're going to just get sued real bad. So I wrote an email apologising for using Jared's face, and it was just a prototype, and we'd fired the DevOps guy who'd done it. I mean, we hadn't, but I wanted to mollify her. That's the right word, isn't it, Hank? Mollify? Yeah, it is. It's the right word. Great. I learned so much from that guy. Well, what happened next, though, Elliot? Nothing. We didn't hear back. I lost sleep. I thought, geez, this is going to bankrupt us. Then one night, I got a call from the workshop from South Mims. The Hunt Papa 78 was gone. Stolen? Definitely stolen. By a vanker? <laughs> we can't be sure. There's no way to prove anything. Unless we can actually verify that the Jared Kushner who appears on TV with Ivanka and Trump is, is in reality our sex doll. 
Elliot, you have discounted the possibility that Ivanka has, or might have had, the doll stolen to replace her husband for um, sexual reasons, haven't you? <laughs> we have. You see, he wasn't fully functioning. What, Jared Kushner wasn't? No, the hump up of 78. We hadn't uh, fitted his bits. Well, what he means is that... Um, I know what he means. Um, also, there were malfunctions that we hadn't corrected. Such as? Lack of empathy, uh, intelligence deficits, machine learning that couldn't tell the difference between good and evil, that kind of thing. Also, we discovered that he was pretty incompetent when it came to rational thinking. And he had delusions of grandeur. So when it was revealed, he'd advised Trump that he didn't have to worry about the pandemic because it was mostly killing people in democratic-run states. We knew something was wrong. How is all that possible? I mean, isn't he supposed to be just a sex doll? Not just a sex doll, a new kind of sex doll. We were trying to give him a personality, and we were failing. I was on the verge of cutting all the extra algorithms and programming to, you know, make him a simple, nice guy, the guy you'd want to, well, have sex with, then talk about simple stuff with afterwards. But I didn't get a chance on that model. It was stolen before we could modify the chips in his brain. So now, possibly, the real Jared is locked away somewhere, while the malfunctioning sex doll Jared, without his bits, is helping to run America's government. With dire consequences. Well, indeed. Well, I mean, that's, that's truly terrifying. I mean, we need to do something about it. Well, thank you, Elliot, and for... Thank you for being so honest, and thank you, Hank, for that insight into a scandal which deserves much more attention. The onus is on the Trump family to prove that this theory is untrue. It might just be yet another wacky conspiracy theory, but perhaps Jared Kushner needs to prove he is human by, well, being more human. You know, he could show us his bits, or at least an independent adjudicator, and a bunch of lawyers. Yes, good point. That might be the only way to decide if the Jared we're seeing on screen is the real Jared. He needs to expose himself to save himself. Not on TV. That would be gross. But entertaining. Well, a panel of doctors and a few senators and congress members would be enough. In private. Hmm, indeed. And unless that happens, then there will always be the suspicion that the real Jared Kushner has been kidnapped and locked away in some secret facility, while the Hunt Pepper 78 is appearing on TV and working for the Trump administration. We'll keep you posted, dear listeners, on further developments in this story. In the meantime, let's hope the rise of the digital sex doll industry is focused on pleasure and fun rather than anything more sinister. Thank you for listening, and check out the many other subjects on offer from South Mims U. Goodbye. Oh my God, that one moved. Keep still. Serving the President and the people of the United States has been the honor and privilege of a lifetime, of a lifetime, of a lifetime. <laughs>